right now on VFN TV. We're continuing with celebrating our 12 days of Christmas. Also, we'll be talking about why 2017 may be the greatest fulfillment of prophecy yet in 2017. Also, the future of grocery shopping. Can you imagine just picking stuff up and walking out of the store and it all takes place? And we'll be talking about Steph Curry, an interview with him with Golden Gate Warriors right now on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds, and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. President-elect Trump, my friend, congratulations on being elected President of the United States of America. You are a great friend of Israel. Israel is grateful for the broad support it enjoys among the American people. And I'm confident that the two of us, working closely together, will bring the great alliance between our two countries to even greater heights. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House Everybody is sad when their side loses an election. We're not Democrats first. We're not Republicans first. We are Americans first. So I have instructed my team and worked as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. That when his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. Do you feel optimistic about America right now? A, a divided America? A hundred percent. Why? It is the, I mean, this is a fantastic country. There's never been anything like it. This system will produce more and more stuff and better and better stuff. If President-elect Trump believes that he should be talking about what black Americans have to gain, let's, let's give him a shot. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, see if we can find common ground. And uh, I think that's the best interest of African-Americans. And I think the church has got to wake up and realize this, that the culture is being changed by persons who are dedicated to uh, redefining the, uh, uh, the First Amendment freedom of religion as freedom of worship. You can keep your views within the four walls of your sanctuary, but do not bring them out into the public square. And that is straight on the issue that we're facing in this culture. Those of us that come together, it's just like Psalm 133 says, there's a mighty, mighty anointing when the unity of the Spirit is present among the brothers. And we cannot do this apart from one another. I mean, this is our greatest hope. And while we're active in the processes, we've got to understand that the greatest need in America is the next great awakening. We've got to become involved in activism. We've got to get off the bench, man. 
Maybe we need a new vocabulary for speaking to the American people and the body of Christ that is neither left nor right, but uniquely biblical and American. We as a body of Christ have bought into the left-right paradigm, and we automatically lop off half the population when we talk that way, because it breaks my heart that members of the body of Christ seem to find in many instances their primary identity in their race, in their skin color. I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is one of the most segregated hours, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America. Nobody can fix America but the church. I believe that God is looking to raise up Martin Luther King Jr. with his mantle to heal the racial problem, but they're not going to just be black people. I believe in this generation, they're going to be whites, they're going to be Hispanics, that God puts his hands on, and because they're Christians, they're going to live, that they see Christianity as their primary identifier. There is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. Do not hold your peace from this day forward. For the next five months, you will hear peace, peace, but there is no peace. The Lord says the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground. Now you got racists blaming each other. You got police blaming the people, the people blaming the police. You got parents blaming children, children blaming parents. When are we going to seek his face? When are we going to turn? The Lord said there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the internet and online. He said that the internet will light up as the Holy Spirit accelerates his mighty wonders. He also said that the net and lines will bring tremendous and miraculous provision to the body of Christ because time is of the essence and the waters are abundant for harvest. Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance has finally come. With your host, Greg. Lancaster. Welcome. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're celebrating 12 days of Christmas every year. We love to talk about uh, Jesus Christ and the birth of Christ and the celebration of Christmas, and we're doing it again this year. And joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, think about this. Can you imagine going to the grocery store to be able to purchase your groceries, but you don't have to any, there's no cashier anywhere? There's, there's, you just walk in and take whatever you want off the shelf and you put it in your buggy and you just go right out and get in your car. Well, that is available right now. It's called Amazon Go. Take a look at it now. Four years ago, we started to wonder, what would shopping look like if you could walk into a store, grab what you want and just go? 
What if we could weave the most advanced machine learning, computer vision, and AI into the very fabric of a store so you never have to wait in line? No lines, no checkouts, no registers. Welcome to Amazon Go. Use the Amazon Go app to enter. Then put away your phone and start shopping. It's really that simple. Take whatever you like. Anything you pick up is automatically added to your virtual cart. If you change your mind about that cupcake, just put it back. Our technology will update your virtual cart automatically. So how does it work? We used computer vision, deep learning algorithms, and sensor fusion, much like you'd find in self-driving cars. We call it Just Walk Out Technology. Once you've got everything you want, you can just go. When you leave, our Just Walk Out technology adds up your virtual cart and charges your Amazon account. Your receipt is sent straight to the app, and you can keep going. Amazon Go. No lines, no checkout. No, seriously. That's amazing, isn't it? You think about, man, it's just getting so convenient. Pretty soon we're just gonna like, you know, think Cheerios and they're gonna be sitting in front of us and they're gonna charge our bank account. But you think about this. I can't help but think about what we were told by John when he was on the Isle of Patmos when God revealed to him what the future would be like. And he talks about it in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 13, he said, there will be this beast economy, economy that's set up by people that have an adversarial relationship with God. And they will actually control the buying and selling and saying you can't buy or sell anything, whether you're rich, poor, or whatever, unless you have the mark you're thinking, my goodness, we're looking at that day. You wondered how that would happen. But listen, she pulled that cupcake off the shelf and the system knew that she was buying it and then she put it back on the shelf and she knew that she put it back. I mean, think about that. We are moving into that day where technology is wonderful, what it's actually doing, but it's opening also a way for that to potentially uh, set the groundwork. I believe this too, that you know what the enemy uh, tries to set up this whole scheme to do these evil things. In the end, if you read the whole book of Revelation, you'll find out that our God comes back on a horse riding on uh, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ comes back riding on victorious horse and he has victory over all these ones that have these evil schemes. Well, my goodness, can you imagine that? That they know every time you take a brownie off the shelf, that'd be kind of crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that day's here. It's called Amazon Go. They got it going on. Listen, we want to continue with Christmas. Have you ever went over to someone's house before or somebody was doing something for you and it's like they did this, but they did that and it was kind of like just, just did way too much? What well, makes me think of this commercial? Let's take a look.
the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas from the VFM family. We're so excited about this Christmas season, being able to celebrate our Lord and Savior. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk about why one man saying that 2017 could be the largest prophetic fulfillment of end-time prophecy yet. Make sure you join us after the break. Light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. You know, a lot of people want to abide with the Lord, but they just don't have a plan to do it. You can request that plan today at iabide.org. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio Program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at vfntv.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices, and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to vfntv.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And it's just something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. 
And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. Welcome back to 12 Days of Christmas. We love celebrating every year 12 Days of Christmas. If you want to get that album, the one that you're listening to, you can find it on the front of VFNTV.com. It is new song, The Best Christmas Ever. And it's a fresh release, just came out. And some of the reports are they just wanted everybody to just have, you know, the pressure, get the pressure off of you and enjoy this Christmas season. And that's what we want for you. Well, one particular prophetic man, Irvin Baxter, is saying that on the Jim Baker show that 2017 may be the greatest year of prophetic fulfillment yet in history. You know, every man knows in part, every man prophesies in part, but hey, you know, the things that he's mm -hmm. saying, they're actual happenings. But let's just find out what he had to say and then we'll talk about it. You've stated in 2017 that it may be the greatest year of prophetic fulfillment in history. What do you mean by that? Well, the reason I say that is because there are two major prophetic fulfillments, and either of them could happen within the next 12 months. The one I think we mentioned maybe briefly, and that's the war that's going to kill one-third of mankind. Mm -hmm. It's the sixth trumpet war. Uh, it's located in Revelation 9, verse number 13 through 21. When the sixth trumpet sounds, this war is going to take place. It will start from the Euphrates River. Since they're fighting up and down the Euphrates right now, mm -hmm. then it's very possible that we could already be in that war. We don't know that for sure yet. Wow. But it's coming. There's nothing going to change it because the prophecies always come to pass. The other major prophetic fulfillment is the Middle East Peace Agreement, which will mark the beginning of the final seven years. Like we've said before, Donald Trump wants to reach that agreement. Uh, the whole world wants there to be an agreement to solve the Palestinian-Israeli problem, and it is going to happen. The only question is when. I, I suppose maybe, uh, Pastor Jim, at this time, it'd be really good because I don't like to just pull things out of the air without allowing people to sort of understand it. You know, when we talk about the sixth trumpet, most people say the trumpets, you know, I, I don't know anything about the trumpets. Uh, well, I'd always been taught that the trumpets would all happen during the final seven years and the church was going to be gone. So I didn't bother with the trumpets too much. But then when I found out the scriptures teach that we'll still be here, I started investigating and I begin to understand, and I believe I can prove that the first five trumpets have already sounded now. Mm. Whoa, I w can you do it fast? Oh, wow. I want to hear it. Wow. Okay. Wow. The, the first one I understood was the third trumpet. I, I kept hearing 
that, you know, the Bible says in the, under the third trumpet, a star by the name of Wormwood would fall to the ground. The waters would be made bitter and many would, men would die because of the waters. Well, I started hearing back in 1986 that the, the Russian word for Wormwood was Chernobyl. Well, the Chernobyl nuclear accident occurred on April the 26th of 1986. Well, I, you know, when you're in the prophecy ministry, you hear crazy things. Sure. I mean, I've got seven, I've got 75 Antichrist in my filing cabinet right now. <laughs> uh, so you hear all kinds of things. So I've always tried to be really careful because I didn't want to discredit the marvelous prophecies with baseless speculation. So I just sort of shoved that. I thought, surely not, surely not. Well, in 1995, I was writing the manual for our Understanding the End Time series. We have a, a series called Understanding the End Time. It's uh, 14 DVDs, and it really gives a person what they really need to know to get a good grasp of the prophecies of the Bible. So I was writing a manual for this series in 1995, and sometimes writing flows, and sometimes you get writer's block. Mm-hmm. Well, it was flowing that day. I was sitting there typing, and it was going, and I was feeling so good. My door was closed to my office. And all of a sudden, it's like a little voice spoke to me, not audibly, but said, you know that thing you heard about um, Wormwood, about Chernobyl being Wormwood? And uh, I want you to check that out. (laughs) So I reached over and and pulled my phone book out and called the local library, asked for the reference department. And I said, ma'am, I've heard that the Russian word for for Wormwood is Chernobyl. Could you research that for me and tell me whether that's true or not? She says, it is true. For you see, the Russians used uh, wormwood for medicinal purposes, and it turned their tongues black, and the Russian word for black is Chernin, and they begin to call wormwood Chernobyl. And she rattled off the top of her head the awfulest bunch of information. Oh, I... And I said, ma'am, I'm going to be wanting to write an article about this. Could you give me documentation? She said, I'll call you back. She called me back in 20 minutes. She had the books. She had the page numbers. She had a Russian dictionary. She had well, it all laid out. I was in awe because God, I felt like, told me to call. And of all the people to get on, I said, one more thing, ma'am. Thank you very much for helping me. But it's not normal that you knew all this off the top of your head. How'd you know this? She said, oh, I'm working on my doctorate in Russian right now. And I've been studying these things. Um, <laughs> so wow. of all the people in the world, the God call. had me call that oh, person. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, then I did... I, I bought a book called The Truth About Chernobyl written by one of the scientists that was there that night. And what happened was they wanted to do an experiment and they dis- disabled some of the safety equipment and they had the rods raised that stopped, that kept the nuclear reaction from happening inside the Chernobyl nuclear reactor. reactor. So they had raised the rods and it started heating up too fast. So the person in control quickly said, put them back down, put them back down too late. The rods had become warped and they couldn't get them back down. The first nuclear explosion hit and it drove a two million pound concrete lid off the top of the reactor. It came back down cocked, exposed in the atmosphere to a full nuclear fire. The second explosion hit and drove nuclear <gasps> material one mile into the air. It, oh, then was, it then was carried by the wind into Sweden, into Germany, and throughout Europe. The result was it rained incessantly for the next uh, five days. It filled the waters of Europe with these nuclides, cesium-137. Anybody that drank that, ingested that nuclide, it goes to your bone marrow and has a half-life of 30 years. 
Well, the prophecy says that the waters were made bitter and many men died because of the waters. 125,000 so far have died. And the doctors and the scientists estimate that there are 2 million people in Europe right now that are going to have cancer. The thyroid cancer rate in the area of Chernobyl is 248 times normal. I became convinced that the third trumpet sounded in 1986 after I saw all the evidence. It was undeniable. Well, then I thought, but what about the first trumpet and the second trumpet? Well, I read those two, and the second trumpet, it says that there would be a great star that would fall into the earth. Let me see if I can quote this from memory. It, It says that there's a great war and that one third of the ships that were in the sea were destroyed and that there was a great mountain burning with fire that was cast into the sea. I thought, that's never happened. So I thought, well, maybe I'm wrong. So I sort of put it on the shelf for a few months. But then one day I got to thinking about World War II, the greatest war the world's ever known, 52 right. million dead. Yeah. And so I said to my research assistant, Kathy, I said, Kathy, go to the library and find out how many ships participated in World War II and how many of them were sunk. She walked back in three or four days later and she laid a piece of paper on my desk and I looked at it and it said 105,127 ships participated in World War II and 36,000 of them were sunk. Well, that's just right at one third. One third of the ships were destroyed. I said, Kathy, I didn't ask you to cook the books. I want to know the truth. Because, you know, sometimes when people work for you, they want to please you. And so... She said, oh, no, honest, the librarian helped me. That is the fact. Well, now I'm really wowed. And then I thought, well, what's this mountain burning with fire cast in the sea? Well, World War II, the first atomic bomb cast on Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a mushroom cloud? It's like a great mountain burning with fire. I have pictures of it. Yeah. And I then realized that World War II was the second trumpet. Well, then that makes World War I the first trumpet. Well, then under the fifth trumpet, the Bible says that the bottomless pit was opened and smoke came out of the pit and the sun and the sky were darkened by reason of the smoke. In 1991, when Herbert Walker Bush forced Saddam Hussein to withdraw from Kuwait, in vengeance, he set 700 of the world's richest oil wells on fire. I have pictures. The sky was dark. The sun was not seen for over three months in Kuwait. It looked like it was midnight at noonday. And then it said that locusts came out of the smoke with breastplates of iron, faces of men. Their stings were in their tails. I thought, what's that? It sounds like a guy trying to describe an airplane that's never seen one. John the Revelator. Right. I saw locusts of iron, breastplates of iron, faces of men. It's pilots sitting in the cockpit. And then it says... And this is the clincher to me. Verse 11 of chapter number 9 of Revelation says, And they had a king over them called the Destroyer. In the King James it says Abaddon or Apollyon. But you look up both those words and it says the Destroyer. Many translations now say they have a king over them called the Destroyer. What does that mean? Well, I was on my way to preach a conference. Judy, my wife, was driving me. And she said, Hey, your new Jerusalem Post just arrived. You want to take it? I said, Yes. And so there was an article in there about the last family out of Baghdad. It was not a prophecy article at all. But this lady was telling the story that her mother, no, I said that wrong. Yeah, 
her mother was in Baghdad and Saddam Hussein's mother was pregnant with Saddam and she was having a terrible pregnancy. Why does that surprise me? Anyway, (laughs) uh, she was having this horrible pregnancy and the Iraqi doctors wanted her to abort, but she didn't want to abort. So she moved to the Jewish sector of Baghdad where the finest doctors lived and they nursed her through that pregnancy. In this article, you're not going to believe this, in this article in Jerusalem Post, it said, I named him Saddam because it means the destroyer, and he almost destroyed me. Mm. Oh. They have a king over them mm. named the destroyer. Wow. Mm. I came to believe then that the fifth trumpet sounded in 1991, which means the sixth trumpet is the next scheduled event. The war that's going to kill one-third of mankind, and it's going to happen from the Euphrates River, and ISIS has captured 40% of the Euphrates in the last two years. Mm. That's the reason I'm telling you, it looks like to me that's the next major event that could happen in 2017. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> then there was that. That's a shocker. Well, I remember these events. I remember them distinctly. I remember Wormwood. I remember they poured concrete upon top of concrete. It's literally a, a mountain of concrete trying to stop to, it. If, yeah. I guess you could stop it or cover it while it burns. A two million ton or two million pound cover was blown off. It's just amazing. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. And uh, so, you know, you know, we know a part in prophesying part, but that definitely fits, you know, and, and think about it too. He's talking about the trumpets. Mm-hmm. You have the, 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 the title deed to earth in the book of Revelations where, you know, they said, who is the one that's worthy to unloose this, the seven seals on this? And it really is the title deed to earth. And whoever can do it, we can reclaim the earth mm-hmm. because... Each of these seals, when they were released, will, will bring the earth back to the place that it needs to be. And of course, everybody began to cry because there was nobody worthy to be able to redeem the earth. And all of a sudden, they said, wait a minute, there is one person that's worthy. And they looked, and it looked like some, a, a land that had been sacrificed. It was Jesus Christ. He's worthy to unloose these seals. And what happens is every time one of these seals are unloosed, something else happens. Something else happens that brings us closer to redeeming all things new heaven, new earth. And, and so the last particular seal, when it's removed, then it releases seven trumpets. And these seven trumpets, each time a trumpet is blown by an angel, then something happens. And he's saying, like, we're at the fifth. The fifth. And I think it was pretty interesting, too. You heard the 2007 Kim Clement word about... The next is the sixth trumpet. Yeah, well, you think about Kim Clement when he gave the prophetic word in 2007, talking about Trump. Mm. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, against anybody thinking it could possibly happen, God establishes, you know, Trump, a trumpet, and all of a sudden they want to be able to resolve these issues in the Middle East that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And these things could potentially, you know, all of a sudden that come and land grab that we talked about on VFN TV, prophecy just being fulfilled rapidly. But the big thing about it is, you know, if you know the Lord, I mean, everything's cool, mm-hmm. but we got to tell everybody we can that the time. For life as we know it, the dispensation of grace is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Well, I'll tell you what, 12 days of celebration, 12 days of Christmas, we always love mm-hmm. to be able to, to celebrate Christmas. And I want to encourage you to begin to think about if you got all worked up about your you know, shopping list and people are making demands from you that are unrealistic and it kind of feels like they're saying, I won't love you if you won't buy me. <laughs> I encourage you to, to not to let that grab a hold of you because that's not true love anyway. If people are pouting and upset and they use 
Jesus' birth for a manipulating factor to be able to get you to move resources or something their way. That's not, that's not about it anyway. Pick a different day to let them manipulate you. <laughs> but this day, this is all about the birth of Jesus Christ. And it's so, so it's, it's an exciting time. So we like, to, we like to celebrate it. And when we get back from this break, we're going to go to Steph Curry of the Golden Gate Warriors. He is a Christian man, uh, been player, mm-hmm. you know, of the whoever, you know, the, uh, of the MVP, MVP M- for the whole right. NBA. And it's just, just a cool young man that's got his head together, got great parents. And we have an interview with him. We'll get back from this break. Know this, that not only when you partner Perfect. with us, that we'll have this offer for you, but know this, we have the green room for you. The green room is special uh, treats and things that we uh, just give just for you, for our partners. We also have specials available for you mm-hmm. that's there. And we have like many, many teachings, prophetic teachings to encourage you. We have so many things to say thank you for you standing with us to make a difference in this world. Is an offer for you. Did you know it's our partners that help keep us on the air? We have a gift for you, for your partnership of any amount. It's offer 2020. It's entitled The Extra Mile. It's not conditional. There is something about the American culture that no one wants to be told what to do. Yet, we're told in Romans 12 too that we're not to conform to this culture that we live in. What does that mean? It means that when Jesus tells us, a soldier that asks us to carry his bag a mile, we're supposed to not only go a mile, but go two miles, we'll find out how to deal in, with the contradictions of this culture and understand a culture that says, I will carry your gear if you do this. I will do this if, when the reality is, God's not concerned about this world or this kingdom because we have a kingdom that's not of this world. You'll be greatly encouraged when you find out there's another kingdom that we're living for. And we have that for you. It's of any amount so whatsoever. We have an offer for you. It's offer 2020. The title of it is The Extra Mile. Really, it's not conditional. You can partner by going to vfntv.com and click on partner now. Or you can mail us at vfntv, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number two, PMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2020. Jesus told us to go the extra mile. It is not conditional. Thank you. God bless. Keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back. Well, I was looking for hope. I was looking for hope at that time, and I didn't have any for a while because I didn't see any answers to it. Today's Focus on the Family Minute features Ann Mobley, who struggled when her son told her he was gay. But I felt like my resource had to be, I had to settle some issues in my own heart. Was I going to trust the Lord through this? Was God trustworthy even though this had come into my life? And then I also began to realize as I searched scripture was that the, the Bible talks about a number of things that are called abominations, and we skip over those. And one of them is pride. And that's one of the things the Lord began to convict me of, of pride in my own heart. And the reason I wasn't telling people, I said I'd, I was protecting my son. And God says, no, you're protecting yourself. You're protecting your Christian reputation. You're protecting uh, what people might think about you. During hard times, God will be with you. And you'll hear more.
more insights about being strong in difficult moments at FamilyMinute.org. We're in this for the long haul or until they take us down. We're in this thing. We are, we are here all the way until the Lord says no. And we're excited about it. There are so many things going to happen and unfold. Understand that, that God is preparing himself a people across the world and across the nation. We believe there's going to be a third great awakening. There's, there are men and women who may have bowed the knee, who may have done these things that everybody else has done. I mean, read our testimony. I mean, I mean God's brought us out of all this, but when God redeems you, even if you bowed your knee, he'll forgive you. And so he said that he reserved for himself prophets that have not bowed their knee. Well, what we have, he's reserved for himself, his son, Jesus Christ, that if we make Jesus Christ the Lord of our life, though we've sinned, though we've faltered, though we've made these mistakes and error and the enemy seduced us or lured us or whatever, you know, um, whatever it is, that when you repent, God forgives you. And it's as if you never bowed your knee. So it's not about a self-righteous, hey, I've never done anything wrong. Well, you just did that wrong because that's not true and that's pride and can't be used. It's mm-hmm. false humility. But understand that if, in fact, that, that you want say, God, I want to be a part of what you're doing. I don't, want, I don't want to be on the sidelines. I want to be a player, as we talked about yesterday. I want to encourage you. Today is your day. Today is the day that you can say, you know what? I want to make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life, the Lord of my life. And I want to be forgiven. God, forgive me for everything, all my compromise, where I bowed my knee down, where I've sinned against you and sinned against others. Restore me. Cleanse me. Be the Lord of my life. I'm going to begin to learn how to be your disciple and abide with you on a daily basis. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Go to meetmyfather.org, meetmyfather.org, and find out more about how we made that very same decision. We met our God, our Father God, through his son, Jesus Christ, and you just did too. And share your story with us. Let us know that what happened. And also go to iabide.org and learn how to abide with Jesus. You abide in him, he abides in you, and you're going to be very successful as he measures success in your life. Well, Merry Christmas to all of our viewers. We were just so excited about this Christmas, 12 days of Christmas that we always like to celebrate. And if you love the music that you're hearing, you can buy that music. It's a brand new album from New Song, The Best Christmas Ever. And you can find it at VFNTV.com on the front page. Fabulous. Click on that and it will show you where to be able to get it. I don't know if you've watched it. You watched the, the last year. When NBA was, there were, I mean, the, the Golden Gate Warriors were right there and they were playing, I guess, the Cavaliers, I guess mm. it was, yeah. And Cleveland Cavaliers. And and you just, you know, Steph was supposed to win. I don't know what it was. You know, you're watching this thing, you're invested. You know, LeBron's already a multi-trillionaire. And, uh, and I, I'm, not, I'm not a LeBron <laughs> fan, I guess, maybe not, but but the fact you just wanted, you know, wanted Steph that, yeah. to win, yeah. but until he caught a couple of Mesonum three shots, three pointers. Like it was a very, is this very same, close. Is this games. the same Steph Curry that from like last playoffs? There's a lot of pressure on him. As a matter of fact, here's a Steph Curry talking about that pressure because once you make the most valuable player and you're doing so well, the only place you can go, you can't go any further up if you're already won. I mean, 
we showed, well, I don't know if we actually showed that, but they went, you know, President Obama took in the team and, and, and gave them some time and they went, came to DC and it was just, but Steph Curry, he's a, he's a young Christian man, uh, NBA player, Golden Gate Warrior, and, and yet he maintains his relationship with God and he tells us a little bit about that in this interview. As a matter of fact, this is Steph Curry, Golden Gate Warriors. You can't get lost in the daily routines and, and the hype of what we do on the floor um, and forget you know, why we're here. Steph Curry is basketball's distinguished sharpshooter, an NBA champion and back-to-back -back MVP after becoming the league's first unanimous selection to win the award. His growing acclaim raises expectations. But it definitely becomes harder to stay at that level uh, because you have a bullseye on your back, you have, you're under a bigger, I guess you call it a bigger microscope, and there's much more scrutiny, criticism, praise, all that that you have to deal with. Steph had to first deal with being overlooked, attending small Davidson College when big universities offered no recruiting interest. NBA scouts then questioned his size and skill set prior to the 2009 draft, before the struggling Golden State Warriors took him with the seventh pick. Are there days when you come in here and you're thinking, how did I get here? 100%. There are times where I think back to when I was drafted and didn't know exactly the direction we were going. A losing team and to now where we're playing for championships and have a huge stage to play on every single night we step foot on the floor. So it is, it's an amazing journey and something I'm grateful of the entire journey to get here. Here is Oracle Arena, home of the Warriors and hub for a rabid national and local fan base. For a Carolina kid, what makes the Barrier a great place to play and to pour into. Bear is just so culturally diverse and there's so many different people from back, different backgrounds. And it's obviously a beautiful landscape. You got obviously the Bay, you got San Francisco, Oakland. So there's just a lot of variety in a very small space. You can tell the people who live here love it and they receive uh, us on the, on the basketball floor so well. They support us. They're passionate fans and care about what's, what, you know, what the Warriors are up to. A team that's up to being the league's elite, with Steph's signature three-point shot resetting his own NBA record in each of the past three seasons. What for you is the most important component to your outside shooting? Consistency with your base and fundamentals. So you look at the greatest shooters in basketball history, not one person shoots like another person. Uh, they all have a, a very unique form, but you know they're the ones that can repeat that form over and over and over again with little little change each time so that they are a more accurate shooter when, they, when it's pressure time or when they're open, not open, whatever. On your release, what are you looking at? Where's your focus? It's on the rim as I'm shooting. After I shoot, when the ball is halfway up towards the rim, I kind of stare at the ball just to see how it's rotating, see what line it's on. You usually know at that point whether you're going to make it or miss it. And then you lock back on the rim to hopefully see that ball go right through the net. His scoring skills are on a fast break of their own, quick enough to earn Steph a reputation as the NBA's greatest shooter ever. But of all the shots that the Billboard Wonder treasures, it's the sure shot that anchors his soul. I've learned well from my parents. They set a very, very high standard of who you are, what you believe, and how Jesus can work through you on a daily basis should be at the forefront, and that should be able to navigate you through whatever you know, life situation you're in, and to not be ashamed of that. His dad, Del Curry, played 16 NBA seasons. Growing up in a basketball family gave Steph a nurturing model shared among teammates. The brotherhood that is on this team runs deep. And we know there are a lot of guys that are similar in faith. How does the Christianity, the brotherhood among brothers, play into that? 
You ask anybody in their walk of faith, it's all about finding accountability partners and finding people that can encourage you in your walk. Knowing nobody's perfect, we all have very similar you know, temptation struggles through our entire walk of faith. So for us in the, on the court, you know, we all grind and compete on the floor. So why not grind and compete in our spiritual you know, walk together as well? The overlap for both player and person becomes intentional. We have a group chat called the Discipleship Group where we share Bible verses every single day and kind of do a Bible study through text message. You know, every game day we have 10, 11 guys you know, show up for, for the 30-minute Bible study and prayer service. Daily encouragement, that's the biggest thing. Steph shares encouragement from his platform, donating chemically treated bed nets internationally by every three-pointer he makes with a nothing but nets campaign. How satisfying, Steph, is that for you to be able to impact lives a half a world away? It's definitely gratifying to know we're saving lives. Malaria is a devastating uh, disease, especially for kids under the age of five. And so families in Africa who are in you know, malaria prevalent areas, those parents can't protect their young ones from a mosquito bite and the negative effects of malaria you know, without our help and without these nets. And this isn't uh, an issue that we can eradicate. It's something that's preventable. And we're, we're on that mission. Steph Curry, the basketball shotsmith, double dribbles his discipleship into the game he plays and into the lives he influences outside of it. That's the hardest part, how crazy society is and the pace of our life right now. You have to be able to continue to get fed every single day because there are distractions left and right. Find ways to impact people with how you walk, whether you say anything or not, that they can see something that's, that's different about you and how you carry yourself, and that's a follower of Jesus. So awesome, so awesome. You said you gotta continue to get fed every, every day. single day. Yeah. That's the Golden State Warriors. And you look, in the middle of doing all of that and training and, 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 and the intensity of mm -hmm. that, they still have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They still focus on abiding and, and hanging out with like-minded believers and, you know, Jesus can get you through anything. He talks about that quite often. It's, it's so exciting for the light that, that these sports figures are, the stand-up for God, Tim Tebow, and others mm -hmm. out there. We just want to say thank God you know, for Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, and maybe they'll do it again this year. Yes. We're going to be right back from this break, and we're going to, we're going to come back from this break. We're going to talk about something very, very important. Make sure you join us. Don't look for the line. What do I mean by that? Well, I've been asked a lot recently, Ryan, what do you mean? You say that there's progressive sanctification where we all stumble in many ways and there's pattern sin. Where's the line? I don't know where the line is. I mean, I, I know some things that are over the line. I know that. There are some things that are clearly pattern sin. I know some things that are over the line. I know some things that are just stumbling in many ways. Where exactly, Ryan, is the line? I have no idea where the line is. And praise God, Scripture never gave us the line. You do not want to be as close to the line as you can. You want to be way over here. 
Okay, so there's like the couple, like they're not married, they're in the back seat of the car, they're going like, well, how far can we go? Like, what's, what's, a, what's allowed there? Get out of the car! It'll all be okay outside of the car. We should be making every effort to add every bit of grace to our lives. We should be looking to Him, adding the knowledge of Him to our lives, pursuing godliness, and by God, and I mean that with all reverence, by God, we will grow in assurance that we are saved. We will not grow in assurance by always asking, Can I keep one keep close to the line? I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the David Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices, and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And it's just something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. What am I going? Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Brand new shoes. Hey, welcome. Yeah. 12 Days of Christmas. That's all right. That's all right. No, I don't know if you've ever, ever heard that song, but it's by a new song, and it's called, you know, uh, Christmas Shoes. Yes. And it is, you can get this album today. It's a brand mm -hmm. new Christmas uh, album that's out by a new song, uh, The Best Christmas Ever. 
And uh, it's, 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 a, it's just very encouraging. Mm -hmm. We'll encourage you to go to vfotv.com and you can find out how to get that or you can get it even on amazon.com. Yes. But think about this. Some of the things we talked about today on today's program, it's happening as we speak. I mean, economy's being set up. I think the groundwork is being set up for what's gonna happen. You know, it all depends on who the leader is. And they want global, uh, there's people out there that want global government. When you heard uh, there was the former candidate for president, was running for president, um, Hillary Clinton, she was running for president and she was talking about at some of the interviews at, at Goldman Sachs and those speeches reportedly that she was talking about having one, one economy, you know, have Mexico, South America, Central America, Canada, mm -hmm. have a, just one economy. George Soros was talking about these global board, the borders, he wants a the global, easing of down of the borders. easing down of borders and. And then you're looking at some of the prophetic things that God has shown me in regards to paper money being just removed. And you think about this, when we saw what took place when um, Sister Diana uh, was going back to muzzle on a previous program mm -hmm. and showing us what it was like, modern day Nineveh, where ISIS came in, they took all the Christian literature and books, printed books, and piled them up and burned them and all you had was ash left. Now imagine if all your money is digital I mean, they won't have to actually stack your money up mm -hmm. and burn it. They can just go, poop, push a button, all of a sudden you just lost 20% of your money. As we saw in the earlier part of the program, <laughs> just pull the cupcake off, you or put it, it back. You, know, put it back, you gain weight and lose money at the same time or something, I don't know. But these, these things, it's like we're moving into that day right now when with this economy and this digitizing, and people say, you're the beast, and it's like, it's not, you're talking, not talking about a monster, you're talking about a system. Yeah. And, you're talking about people who are adversarial towards God and they'll have some sort of system. They're looking for ways to be able to manage and control people. But even right now, right now, corporations know more about your family than you, family than you do. Mm -hmm. You know why? A lot of the family members have their own little iPad, their own computer, or their little iPhone or Android phone, and everything they do is being monitored and tracked. We'll have that on a future program for you. And it's going into this big data pile and they're marketing, but also they know what's going on and the tracking of, of what's going on. If you can track a cupcake coming off a shelf, you're walking around with your, they can have selfless, Don't you know, be dri surprised. selfless drivers, driverless cars. You know that they know that, that. So all this is coming together. And it's really great if you don't have evil people over it. But you know, we always carry things to extremes. We'll be talking in a future program about that because every 40 years there's a cycle since the beginning of time that takes place and we're coming to the end of what we call a we generation and it always crashes towards the end and reboots mm -hmm. under the next one which would be a me, more focused me generation. But you know, getting on to Christmas, getting on to what it's all about, that uh, 12, we love celebrating 12 days of Christmas, it makes me think of this most hilarious, most hilarious uh, uh, boxer dog boxer, he's, he's, he's looking out the window, right? Yeah. And he's watching this guy put up this trampoline for his kids. And it just makes you think about Christmas, but I never thought about it from the boxer's perspective. Take a look.
Merry Christmas. <laughs> we love to celebrate Christmas. Obviously, that's a John Lewis company. I want to pray with you this, this Christmas season. Father God, we thank you, Lord. You are the reason for the season, Jesus. Born of a virgin, God the Father, marry your mother to come and live. This day we celebrate your birth where God, Emmanuel, becomes flesh and you walk amongst us to live as we live, to feel what we feel in our firm. You're just such a loving God. Mm. Lord, may we all remember that you are the reason for the season, Father God. And we just pray over all of our audience that you would bless them this Christmas. Keep them safe, Lord, and bless their families, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, in abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. Merry Christmas. God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at VFNTV.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. Wow. At BFN Radio, we are looking for greater ways for you to be able to connect anywhere you go. We know that you can listen to VFN Radio on the go through the app, but now we also have the podcast. It's a great way for you to be able to automatically get all the segments totally downloaded to your digital device no matter where you're at. You can go to VFNTV.com and click podcast and you'll configure it and set it up so that no matter where you're at, you automatically have all of the highlights automatically downloaded on your digital device. VFNTV.com, click podcast.